TheLinguist.com, the power of language. The, on the numbers, I think if you could get some historical document that had a lot of numbers, look for different. It's going to be a matter of recording, basically, you know, documents. You know, I mean, then we can go and buy stuff. It's ten dollars, and you get three dollars and fifty cents back. But I think where people have a lot of trouble, especially Asians, mm-hmm. is where because their fundamental unit is ten thousand, and ours is one thousand. That the the numbers get totally. I I have the same problem going into Chinese or Japanese that they have coming back. So. If we're talking about where they have millions, 10 million, 55,000, those kinds of things is what they would like to see, I think. I'll, that'll be my next thing I'm going to look for right now is something with numbers. I mean, there's, uh, there's, I, I, I know that there's been short stories written about numbers, and there was a brilliant book called A Numeracy about people's misapprehension about numbers. And I'm sure there's something that uh, we do have some things on space or history that have numbers, but something that has more. One thing while I remember it, David, is I still think there are things in our uh, library that are misfiled. This is one of the probably most significant problems right now is that the fact that we've I've just uploaded a new uh, discussion that Chris and I had 15 minutes long about music. I'm not sure where to put it. I put it on entertainment, but people who are looking for that specific thing are not interested in entertainment. They're interested in the fact that it's a natural conversation. Uh, conversations about popular culture. Is that going to cover it? Or popular culture? It's natural conversation. It's, it's another uh, category. And there's okay. Bubble, but, but. You're the content editor. Do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the reality is that for all our other categories, we have interviews in there, casual, more or less casual conversation mm-hmm. on them. So that is the format that we've used so far. Probably entertainment should be all right like it should cover it i would think okay. but we could certainly have another category called popular culture yeah. uh i don't think we want to identify it as a conversation because we have a lot of They're other conversations mixed. it's all mixed That's together true. That's true. it's just that what the conversation's about is pop culture yeah. or entertainment any suggestions that that you have you know as you're combing through it in terms of the design of our library how we organize it i mean there's not things that we can change mm-hmm. in the short term but we have this long list of things, the desirables, and if we can make our whole uh, library more attractive in some way, then we should be thinking of doing that. And maybe we can get input from people as well over time. Absolutely. But the, the danger is to jump because two people say something, mm-hmm. and then we change it. And in fact, that 50 people don't like that. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure that, that we respond to you know, predominant opinion, you know, that the majority of people feel a certain way. When I'm putting this together, the contents in the, in the linguist library. My interest in language is everything. I study everything. And that's, I, I'm not sure if people who are studying English would do that. If I, if I was studying English, I would want to read the business, and I would want to read the history, and I want to read pop culture. I want to read it all. I'm not sure if everybody's like that. No, they're not. Uh, people are not like that, but people, uh, it depends on their mood. I know mm-hmm. that when I study languages, at times I'm interested in history, at times I'm interested in literature, at times I feel like okay, I want to work on my business vocabulary. So I'm in a serious mood, so I'll work on business. And I think people jump around. Okay. And, and, of course, we advise them. Like very often the employer will say, I want them to study you know, uh, technical terms. Yeah, but they also have to be able to communicate. And to be able to communicate, you need a broader exposure to a variety of things. But there are times when you want to focus in on those technical terms because you've just sat in a meeting and you didn't understand the technical terms, so you want to really work the technical terms. So I think we have to offer both. 
And, and if we're weak in certain technical areas, we've got to increase that. Uh, we have a lot of literature in general, and we want to continue doing that. Uh, and then allow people to choose what, uh, what they're interested in. I think that's one of the fundamental principles of the linguist, that if people are able to learn from content they find interesting, they'll be motivated enough to stay with it that they will learn. Uh, as far as uh, feedback goes, I think it's, I mean, we have asked many times what types of content people like or, or would like us to add. And very rarely do we get feedback on that. Pe- people don't really want to think about it and give us answers. Really, they want us to provide content that they're interested in. So it's up to us to sort of monitor what items they go after. Yeah. You know, if we have a, a forum for each item, obviously the more popular forums, those are the areas we should be going after. The thing that the, the, the items that they want to talk about, those are obviously items that struck a chord. So I've noticed when I do my reports, I've noticed that the, uh, the very... Um, casual conversations like that you and I have had about mm-hmm. sports or whatever and you and Chris mm-hmm. um, those very natural kind of unscripted um, articles or whatever you want to call them are showing up in almost always in the content that's chosen when I do reports so I think people really like those a lot so I think that we should be doing a lot of those those seem to be really popular I agree and I think that's one of the sort of distinctive features of the linguist so again Jill and David and all of us, really, if we can think of ways of we can, how can we cover a lot of the sort of daily conversation that people need without making it artificial? Yeah. Because the worst thing is to go back to the artificial textbook, uh, you know, mm-hmm. reading. Uh, well, or that, you know, this is Mr. Smith and this is Mrs. Mm-hmm. Jones and, uh, you know. So how can we keep it natural and yet provide them with uh, not too difficult and yet interesting and useful uh, uh, conversation? Yeah. This is the challenge. You've mentioned about the, going to Safeway and speaking to people that work there. Uh, you know, th- there's got to be an easier way. I know. I, I mean, I know enough people who work there who are friends of mine that will do it, and they don't have to be standing over a counter of meat. Tell me about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, my father knows teachers, and 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 you know, he taught for forty years. Uh, I know the, the the superintendent of schools in in Richmond. I can talk to him. There's ways to go. I mean, I've been. There's, they're there, they're there, you know. Okay, sounds good. I mean, I think that those are the main points we wanted to cover. Uh, marketing is key. We're all marketers. Uh, we have certain areas of specialization. I'm going to make sure that we're all copied, and we should all be thinking of how we can sell, okay. and thinking of how we can uh, continue to improve the site. Obviously, which Mark's going to take the lead on. But as we get feedback from different people, we got to feed it into Mark. Mm-hmm. Not everything can be done right away. That's the problem. We have a good idea, and we expect it to be done now. There's a long list of things that have to be done. But basically, that's it. It's, uh, it's basically working together and combining all these, all these things. TheLinguist.com, the power of language.